House. Welcome. This is episode 278. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, 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 hey. Hello. What's up, everybody? And we're back from another win. End of the season win. And we are moving. I mean, we already know this is not a surprise, but we're moving into the playoffs. Um, good game. Didn't start off really. I mean, it started off as much as as much as we hate most of our games starting off as yeah. by getting scored on. But I mean, I thought we did pretty well. Um, and I'm just waiting for Saturday. Now let's talk about the game. I, w- I just want to jump. I just want to jump to Saturday. Let's jump into it. Let's just go over. Look out! Like just just portal portal ourselves. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, as, as, as Bobby said, like everybody was very excited. I think. Um, the first playoff game, home playoff game since 2015. I believe 16. we hosted uh, 2016. Colorado. 16. 2016. 2016. We hosted Colorado. Uh, that was that penalty kick shootout, right? I believe so, yes. Every, everybody but Steven Gerrard missed the penalty. Yes. Yeah, awful. Um, but first time in a long time, uh, there's a lot of Galaxy fans who have never experienced a home playoff game. Some of them yeah. never experienced crazy. a playoff game at all. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and you can tell because tickets are already sold out. Um, they sold out very fast. As Actually, a- they're not. They're not sold they're out? Still, there's still tickets. Uh, uh, Michelle from Simply Soccer called the rep. They said they still have some. And then they also sent out an email today that they're um, doing tickets on the grass Okay. Now. Well, that's probably why they have more because they have tickets on the grass. So uh, I scooped up some uh, some spare tickets. So... Um, we're gonna figure out who all is gonna go to the game, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. Uh, as we said, then we play Squid Game, right? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> as, as we said, uh, all of the the jinxes and the uh, superstitions, all of that gets reset when the playoffs start. Um, so you know, we can drink again, Bobby. Can you? <laughs> I don't think we ever. Stop. I mean, we we, we considered <laughs> we considered it during the week when we were contemplating that question. We spoke about <laughs> it. Maybe maybe we weren't drinking while we were speaking about it. I guess I, I guess that would be your new superstition. <laughs> we're like, well, let's just see if this comes into fruition, and you guys no, just we'll not never, drink no. in, on game day. No, that's not gonna happen. Uh, no, yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> just, you literally, you literally had to do it for three games. <laughs> it's, it's funny we talked about. Yeah, it. but they're playoff games, bro. Yeah, dude, they're playoff games. I want, I want, I want a beer. Yeah, and, the one, the, the one that matters the most. And you know yeah. that it's gonna go, it's gonna be going off, dude, on Saturday. Oh, oh my god! The, the, so kickoff it's... is at kickoff is at noon yeah. on Saturday. Um, this game actually worked out very perfectly for myself and Bobby, at least. I don't know about you. Yeah. Thank um, you. <laughs> no, that name might have been a little bit better, but <laughs> but it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. It's, it's a pretty dang good uh, uh, schedule thing. It and, also it also kills three three things with one stone for me on one day. So for I don't sure. have to waste so much gas going all the way over there multiple times. You know, in that direction. I mean. So yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, uh, I have no problem with the with time. It's actually uh, yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, I think you're I think right. They're it, opening up at 10 a.m. Right? Uh, I think that's what I read. Is it like 10, 10, 10 or nine? Yeah, that yeah, sounds about uh, right. The, yeah. the gates of the tailgate, I'm sure, will be open because there's activity. Yeah, because I think there's activity starting at 10. It's crazy. Just feels so early. I mean, well, I mean, it's it's a playoff game. It's going to be obviously crowded. It's going to be sold out. 
they're opening the grass. I'm pretty sure that will sell out. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be rocking. So, 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 I mean, the, the fact that you're, it, it's a 12. You, if people, if they're, if they're telling people for like a sold out game, you know, against LAFC or whoever to arrive, you know, a couple hours early, you know, I can't imagine that this wouldn't be somewhat similar. That you'd probably say, "Yeah, you need to get here at nine, <laughs> or you might miss a, you know, some part of the game." And you know, so, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm planning to get there somewhat early. I know it's going to be rocking. Uh, obviously, a lot of people are going to be hyped up for something that they have not been able to experience in uh, six years. So. Uh, everybody's definitely looking forward to it. Uh, you just kind of hope that, you know, the hype, the hype behind these games, right? We, we've talked about it for quite a few seasons where the Galaxy just kind of shit the bed when there's a lot of hype outside the stadium, there's a lot of hype from the from the fans, whether it's Fan Appreciation Night, whether it's, you know, some other festivity that's going on, uh, you know, first they came back from COVID, whatever it is, they just end up shitting the bed. So you hope that they don't do it well, I mean, this time around. They killed it. Well, they, they, they reversed that on decision day. That's over. Right, but we weren't um, there. The le- but it's still, it was always against Houston, and we lose against Houston. No, but I'm saying, the, I'm saying, oh, on, it has at to be a home, home game, game you're saying when home the game. fans are like totally well, high. The last game that we went to, the last game that me and David went to, that was a, that was another game that you were expecting them to lose, and you thought it was a big game and everything. But we still got right. that one. You it was point. a draw. Should have Should have won that oh, game. That was a draw. You're yeah, right. That was, that was a draw, right and Damn. they didn't play well. So, uh, but listen, but listen. Damn, it all resets. Right, it all resets for the playoffs. That's the thing. We hit. We're hitting the reset button. It's a new set of superstitions <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean uh, I'm not really sure which way to go because the last home game you lost you haven't played one in six years uh, it's, this is not your last the last playoff game obviously you lost but when you did make the playoffs in 2019 you did win a game um, in the first round so there's not really much to go on um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could say it resets. There's going to be a lot of uh, obviously. Well, it definitely resets there, mentally. It resets for everybody mentally. Uh, There's no weight of the season anymore on anybody's shoulders in any of the teams of all of, the, of both conferences. No, all fresh. I, I, no, I mean it, it's fresh where it's like you you have a clean slate. Ad in as far as anything can happen in the playoffs. Right, uh, what you did in the regular season now genuinely doesn't matter. Um, That's what I'm saying. Uh, but at the same time, uh, there is pressure. Right, there's no draws, so you know Nashville is just not going to, you know, sit back and just wait for, you know, whatever. Um, it's probably the best strategy against the Galaxy to just kind of counter them, but. Um, yeah, th- th- that's probably what you know the MLS heads were looking for. In that, okay, we're we're not going to do home and home series. We're just going to do one game, and you know it helps the uh, the higher seeds, and it helps the intensity of the game where you're just kind of like not all right. We'll just do whatever on the road, and then we'll we'll actually play when we're at home, and vice versa. So, um, yeah, obviously it's going to be pretty intense. Uh, all the way around, but yeah, it's a clean slate for everybody. But at the same time, there's a lot of pressure. Um, I mean, especially especially well, this, there, uh, every game. But every game is 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 a lot of pressure in these situations now. Um, but the the one good thing and and something that we saw against Houston is 
you saw a Galaxy team <clears throat> that I think for the first time in as long as I can remember, uh, probably since the last time we won a championship, it was a team that looked like they could step on team throats and not let them into the game at all. Like, that's what happened with Houston. Like, uh, even Joe and Kobe were talking about it during the broadcast. At probably, like, the 60-minute mark, Houston was just like, yeah, we're just out here going through the motions now. Um, it was that dominating for the Galaxy. And I don't think we've seen that at all this season. Well, but, no, we have. I do. I, it, it, no, it's very well, only far. Two games, yeah. Only other two, ga- two games. But, uh, but I do think we are seeing the steps of the team getting tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. And, and I'm, I'm pretty happy that we're getting it right like, now. Yeah, everybody's heating um, up at the right time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it, it, it remains. I mean, obviously, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen at this point. Um, I think the only thing that makes me nervous going into the playoffs is going to penalty kicks. <laughs> right. That's the one thing that makes me nervous. But knowing this Galaxy team, I, and we, I think we joked about it last week, where you know Sega should just turn around and kick the ball into his own net if it's going to go to penalty kicks, because uh, there's no way we're winning that. Um, but I think this is not a team that's going to end up going to penalties, to be honest with you. Like, this is a team that's that's going to win or lose during the time that's that's allotted. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that in that, you know, chances are more than likely uh, we probably at least, especially, uh, yeah, I don't see us going to penalty kicks in this one, although I'll, I'll give you a scenario as to, or a reason as to why it may. Um, if we were to win this game, we would face LAFC in the next round. That one, 100% will not go to penalty kicks. 100% somebody will win that game um, before, uh, even if it, if you go into extra time, someone's going to win it then. Um, and then, of course, the uh, Western Conference Final, uh, you know, not really sure, you know, getting way ahead of ourselves and not really even sure who would come out of that because, honestly, I, I don't I even see all, anybody. It all feels, it all, but, like, that Western Conference Final, it all seems like teams that we could pretty easily knock out. Um, we could, but you know, if, if we decide to not have a good game, they could easily just knock us <laughs> See, out. But this, but this is exactly how I feel when you guys are saying, "Oh, I don't think there's going to be penalty kicks, dude." Nobody knows. It, there's a high chance probability that it will be, anyways, in, in any game. Just like we can, you're assuming we can beat any team that's on the roster right now on the on the west on the west. Sure, we should, but we d- thought about that all year too, yeah. and we fucked up a lot of games, so. It's all it's it's all just going to be random. There's nothing we can't really like expect anything right now. I, I can't really expect anything from this galaxy, like a certain win or a certain thing. I can't do that right now. Not just yet. I have I feel like we are going to win over Nashville. I think Nashville is a team that we could definitely beat, but just never fucking know. <laughs> so in the regular season, we uh we 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 did not lose to Nashville. We played them twice. We won at home and uh, we drew on the road. Now, uh, this is where I say, you know, can it go to penalties? Well, yeah, it kind of 
can because uh, the most recent game was the uh, the penalty kick that was scored in the 95th and 96th minute of the game. That was Ricky Puj uh, taking the kick, um, kind of got bailed out there. That was a 1-1 draw. Now, we weren't outplayed in that game. Uh, didn't necessarily deserve to win either. Uh, so maybe the 1-1 overall was fair. Statistically, it was pretty identical uh, to each other. Uh, so it, it's pretty even. And the first game where we played at home, it was a one nil victory and that game was one nothing. And so that one was a little bit, if I recall correctly, cause I, I think that was one of the first games I attended this season. Um, I, that might've been the Yovalik, uh, the, uh, the pull up where he went to Lars, I think, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, might have been that game, uh, but you know he he's, he scores the goal uh, very late, eighty sixth, eighty seventh minute. It was one nothing. Um, I do remember us. Um, that was being, in April, man. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was a long. That was a totally different team. That was like three teams ago. That was three. Teams. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I'm David's not wrong. It was. Uh, but you know, uh, again, we also played them not that long ago, and we had Brookman, we had Puj. In yep. there, we didn't look all that great in that one. Granted, that it was on the road, but you know, just for a little bit of lose. like, uh, yeah, you didn't lose. Uh, so, you know, uh, all I'm saying is that the games have been tight against Nashville. Uh, we seem to be kind of on equal footing there. Uh, so, if you want to say, hey, you know, this could end up in a tie, uh, this might be the game to do it. But no, I agree with David. I, I kind of think that someone's going to win in regulation or an extra time before and, we get penalty kicks. And I think, and and like to just kind of like further cement the idea that like this is going to get done in in regular time or or extra time. You know, not go to penalties is both of these teams. Um, and it's funny to say this about the Galaxy, but it's true of the current roster. Both of these teams are completely inexperienced in the playoffs. They, neither one of them. Nashville was there last year. Yeah, but they've had, what, one game? Uh, they did have one game. And, uh, they, have one, they, were... they have one game. And they, you know, so, but you know what I'm saying? Like the roster that, that is current, they're very inexperienced when it comes to the playoffs. They may not know how to manage the game. Um, I would have faith in Greg Vanny and that he wouldn't, he knows how to manage the game, but you know, he, he almost very consistently goes and does some boneheaded thing, like putting in Kevin Cabral uh, and, uh, and, and messes up the midfield. Um, by putting in like you know uh, Victor Vasquez or or Sasha Victorine when there's still some running to be done, so I I think that that kind of goes further into this is going to get done in in regulation because I, I feel like the team is gonna either one of these teams exper- inexperience is going to win or lose the game during regulation. Yes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think one of the the my only my only uh, excuse I would think is for this game to end during regulation time is because we're actually scoring now. We're actually netting the ball, yeah. so we might actually be able to score multiple goals in this game and take the win. Might. I mean, um, we have to worry about Hani Mukhtar on right. the national side. True. He's. He's the top. He's, he's the top uh, leading he, scorer, right? He's he a golden boot, boot winner. Yeah, he did get the golden mm-hmm. boot. Uh, we did. Mm-hmm. 
uh, did we hold him quiet last last game? Or is he the guy uh, that scored the he goal? Scored. He, he scored. He scored the goal. Himself. Okay. Yep. Um, it, and then uh, I mean, it, it was a penalty kick, but he scored okay. the goal. That's, that's what. Oh, okay. Um, I can't think of who their other like threat is up front. Sapong. Yeah, I think I was gonna say CJ Sapong or Teal Bumbery or both are on that Teal team. Bum- yeah, Teal Bumbery. Uh, he actually scored against LAFC. Nashville beat LAFC at the Stank. I like uh, Bumbery. That's all uh, when I think about Teal Bumbery. <laughs> uh, so you know, there's that, but I'm not really sure how you go by that because the previous week they lost to Houston at home. So um, you know, MLS. Um, and you know, yeah, uh, things, similar. things happen, uh, <laughs> things happen. Uh, obviously Dave Romney coming back, you know, to the galaxy, I'm sure he'll be pumped and motivated. Um, but you know, I expect, uh, a very tight matchup. I, it's going to be intense. Obviously it's playoffs. Um, I, I'm sure the galaxy, I have a feeling that the galaxy, because of the inexperience, because it's the first time, uh, in, 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 in six years that they're hosting a game um, where they're, they could easily be, I'm not sure who the favorite is. I have to imagine the galaxy are the favorite, maybe slight favorites, but having home field advantage, you're the favorite. So um, I feel like the pressure is going to be on them. I think that they're probably going to have to settle in. Uh, they're probably going to be a little nervous in the first 10 or 15 minutes. And uh, that's kind of what I'm, afraid of just like that okay how do we start are we shaky are we too pumped up where we're we're doing a little bit too much um and you know it's gonna be we that. make a we make a mistake and nashville <laughs> capitalizes and you know you need to settle in so and then we got to make four goals and then we have to make four goals because we yeah, would have let another one. because we would have let another two goals in at some point uh so all right so what got us there we go into decision day. We go up against Houston. Our yearly tradition hasn't gone well for us, at least not when it really mattered. We were already eliminated for you know other times when we you know when it actually did happen. Um, so we go into BBVA Stadium, a place where even without decision day, we don't normally do well. Um, and so the game starts. Galaxy have control of the ball. They're pushing forward. And then a mistake happens. Houston scores first. They score within the first 10 minutes. I believe it was like the 7th or 8th minute Ferreira. Uh, I thought it was scores the 4th. No, it wasn't that early. Yeah. No, it was definitely not that early. I'll double. Yeah, see here, the 8th. It's the 8th minute uh, Ferreira scores. Okay. Um, and Which doesn't bode well because, again, now you're playing a goal down from you know pretty early in the game. Uh, the Galaxy had, had only won one game. Uh, after letting in the first goal. So that was completely against us. Um, but, uh, you know, the goal, uh, the goal, I'm sorry, the Galaxy um, pretty much were in control. Uh, they were creating chances. They were the ones that were dictating the pace. Um, finally broke through. And, and was it uh, before Was it before the, the Houston goal that Chicha had missed some, some good had, chances or like? There were some yeah. chances. Um, I know that there was at least one where you're saying, okay, you know, that they're creating chances, they're pushing forward. You can tell that they were um, kind of uh, imposing their game on Houston. Yeah. I think I even mentioned it to you guys, like, hey, Houston is really open right now. They're mm-hmm. not, they're not compact. They're not 
like staying back and just absorbing. Like if if they stay like this, the, the Galaxy are going to score. I even said it that they're very open. Of course, you know Houston gets the first one, um, and they decided not to basically, you know, <laughs> uh, just park the bus, uh, which probably would have suited them because the Galaxy can't break it, and a counterattack would leave the Galaxy open. In fact, I think there were two instances where Houston had a really good counterattack where they actually had numbers, but Houston being Houston didn't score it. Uh, so, you know, there's that. Uh, the Galaxy finally break through in the 31st minute. Ricky Puj uh, hits a shot from essentially the penalty spot. He's all by himself. Um, he has all the time in the world, and he buries it. By the way, that's how you take a penalty. Um, and uh, puts the Galaxy level at 1-1. And about a minute later, uh, Chicharito scores uh, the second. And in two minutes, uh, the Galaxy scored two goals, take the lead, and all momentum all of a sudden shifts to the Galaxy, and it's basically all Galaxy from there on out. Uh, by the way, Chicharito's goal, man, what a finish. What a gorgeous mm-hmm. finish. He had, like, uh, 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 the, 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 the angle... The, the angle was, uh, I mean, it's pretty basic, but the fact that he, he he shoots it with the outside of his foot, his body's going the other way. Uh, it was just a uh, a world-class uh, finish. Run. It's not a golazo, but it's a world-class finish. Run no, from but I, got, I also got to give that that to the assist as well. That is that, yep. that the way Chicha, and that was, was that Pooja and Chicha? No, it was Brugman. I forget now. Brugman. Yeah, yeah, the way they, the just the bounce back to each other and just those, just those what three four passes oh he was so sweet uh, yeah very very nice and then just it just springs right forward it was such a perfect ball and then Brugman just being on the hunt for his own like he mm-hmm. he rocked the post hardcore yeah yeah everyone uh, what we saw in Houston is kind of what we didn't see at home where uh, and again difference of play he like I said Houston was very open so the Galaxy were basically were able to just. You know, play their game, play the rhythm. Uh, they're obviously a much better side than Houston is. Uh, RSL made it very difficult for the Galaxy, and, and and in doing so, they got frustrated. And you can tell that they just weren't up to that task. Like they just couldn't break it, and because of that, it just kind of seemed like they weren't interested in playing. Uh, you know, they weren't getting the rebounds. They weren't, you know, hustling for the ball. That's something that we did see against Houston. But again, um, maybe a poor team, someone that some a team that really didn't have much to play for, whereas RSL was very much still in the playoff hunt, needed points um, against the Galaxy uh, to keep their playoff hopes alive. So uh, again, a, a different set of circumstances going on there as well. But you know, either way, I, I think that uh, uh, Galaxy did what they had to do. They took care of business, uh, and because of that, they are uh, able to get that um, fourth seed and actually host a game as crazy as that is, because just a couple mm-hmm. months ago we're saying, well, if they end the playoffs, they're squeaking in, they're going to go no higher than seventh. And here we are with, uh, that had a, a legitimate, <laughs> I, still, I, I still call it squeaking in, man. Somehow in MLS ways, ways it's still freaking weird. Well, I mean, in, but well, I mean, you just squeaked into the mean. fourth. No, I know. I know what you mean though. No, I know. I know. Yeah. They squeaked into the fourth. Uh, ironically, they had a legitimate shot at getting into the third. They were winning uh, Kansas yeah, that City. Been insane. <laughs> that would have been just like the most MLS thing ever. Um, and the way Austin is playing right now, I mean, that Western Conference final date with LAFC is all but almost guaranteed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's insane. A lot of good players to choose from, guys. It's a little hard. Who was the highest-rated player 
of this game? Ooh, I I, I want to say it's Ricky um, Pooch. I want to say it's Ricky Pooch, but you know who? Well, I'll, I'll give my one and my two. Ricky Pooch was the highest rated player of the game, but I also think that Douglas Costa had a phenomenal game. Yeah, he had a great game. Um, but for my top two, even though Chicha has a yellow, I'm going to give Chicha and then Pooj, too. They did both score. All right. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that Bond was not at the bottom. Okay. Uh, so I would have said Ricky Pooj is the highest rated player. Um, I will give a bunch of credit to Costa. I did think he had a really good game. Um Probably up there with one of his better games in he a just Galaxy like he uniform. Was there. Yeah, exactly. Like he wa- yeah, that's, right. He that's just the difference. It just looked like he was there. Like he was a part of the team actually for the first yep. time. Yep. Um, I uh, I agree. Um, <laughs> and again, the, the 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 bar the bar is set a little low for Costa because we don't expect no, no, that yeah. much from him. That's, that's that's why I didn't go uh, that far with like David. What did you say? Like fabulous? No, you didn't say fabulous. You said uh, ah, you said something, but I was like phenomenal, mm, great. It, I was like, it, great. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. He, he had a good game. Um, won't take that away from him. But I would not put him, you know, as far as higher rated, highest rated simply because, you know, no assist, no goal. He did a little dirty work that probably won't come out in the stats. So He actually had a little, um, a little skill move that, that actually paid off. That actually paid off, yep. Uh, with his, uh, not his dominant foot. It was with his yep. right foot, not his left. So there's that. No, I would have said Ricky Pooj. But the best player on the field for me, by far, and it really wasn't close, to be honest, um, Brugman. Brugman was all over the place. Uh, Oh, yeah, Brugman was great. He had a phenomenal game. Uh, He was very dominant in the midfield on both sides uh, of the ball. He did have the assist to Chicharito on the second goal. Guess what? 9.1 highest rated player. Nice. 9.1. Um, 88 out of 93 passes completed, so 95% uh, completion rate for for Brugman. And again, uh, he's playing both sides of the ball, so uh, it wasn't just little, you know, touch passes, you know, to Bond or one of the defenders. Uh, he did have the assist. He created two chances, two shots, um, uh, 0.18 expected goals, 0.51 expected assists. Um, he, uh, as, as we said, we hit the post of one of them, so it's officially off target. But when you hit the post, you're like about as close as you could possibly get without mm. actually being on target, right? Uh, seven out of eight accurate long balls. I actually think that's actually pretty, that's a pretty good stat for long balls that you actually connected most Hell of yeah, your lava. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, three out of six tackles won, 12 out of 16 ground duels won. Two interceptions. Uh, I just thought he was all over the place. I probably would have given him the highest rated player simply because, you know, he's not scoring a goal or anything like that. But I did think he was the best player on the field. But he is, in fact, the highest rated player at 9.1. Second highest rated player, guys? Chicha? Well, Pooj. I'll go Pooj. It is officially Pooj. 8.3 with the goal. Chicha, 8.2. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I take that back. That's right. I'm just not used to looking at that side. Grand Seer was higher rated than Pooch. Oh, not, wow. Yep. Okay. 8.4. 8. hasn't been up there. Nope, not at all. 8.4. 8.4 for Grand Seer. He did have the assist on the Ricky Pooch goal. Um, he only took one shot. 
obviously it, it, it didn't go in. Uh, 38 out of 42 passes completed for 90%. Uh, the one shot that he did take had a expected goal of 1.0. Um, honestly, I, I don't even know why he got as high as he did, um, but I didn't think he stood out, to be honest. Um, he wasn't horrible. He had a good game, but he didn't stand out. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're looking at the other me. guys. I feel like there was, the there was one or two <laughs> plays where he did that thing where, like, if he would have been a little bit quicker on the uh, on like the recognition of, like, when he should pass, um, he could have had, like, you know, an assist or, or important uh, uh, chance creation. But... You know, again, he had that like just like that slight hesitation, but uh, thankfully this time it did not lead to him just like losing the ball or or passing it to nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was also one where he kind of was like on a breakaway, but uh, the goalie ended up uh, blocking his shot. So there's that. But you know, eight point four. So good for you. Again, I, I would have said that. I would have thought that. Um, he had a whatever game. Eight point three for Puj, uh, and he is number three. Who was the lowest rated player? Again, this was tough. Be- simply mm. because, yeah, because, uh, you and, know, Casper, because he only had a few minutes. Uh, maybe Edwards <laughs> then. But, but I was going to say, I don't think it's, no, it's not Alvarez. <laughs> he was only in there for a few minutes. Uh, I don't think it's Vaughn because he had that incredible double save. Um, and I think probably another one a little bit later in the in the game. I feel like Bond really like picking up his form. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to end up being like Raheem or, I don't know. Who's going to say Costa? <laughs> that was the opposite. Oh my God. That's funny. I didn't say, I thought it was Costa. I said, Lewis is going to say, yeah. Costa. Oh, oh, um, it is Douglas Costa 6.4. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, lowest rated player, um, seven point two. Two players. That's pretty share, high. Uh, yeah. Well, as I said, I, I don't think anyone had a bad game. Uh, seven point two. Two players share, shared it. Three, if you want to count one of the subs, um, that would have been Araujo, and he had a yellow card. Um, and Sega Kulabali also with a seven point two, and somehow only playing, you know, twenty four minutes. And having an assist, it's Efra Alvarez, 7.2. So I'm not sure if it's like... Yeah, hey, I got it. I got well, it. Well, uh, I feel like I, I feel <laughs> then that's actually a high rating. A high Alvarez. weight, right. And yeah. that's kind of what, what, how I'm taking that. Because you didn't play that much. You know, that that kind of boosts your number up a little bit. Um, I do want to talk about Efra's time when we get to that point. Okay. Um, those are your... Uh, your bottom three, if you really want to go, uh, if you want to go into the substitutes, uh, Gasper only playing 13 minutes, he had 6.1. Cabral only playing uh, 17 minutes, had 6.6. And Vasquez only playing 17 minutes, 6.4. Uh, Jovalich does come in at the same time as Alvarez. He's the one who scored the goal. Uh, that, that was Alvarez's assist. By the way, also a very nice pass and a very yep. nice finish yep. uh, for that third goal. Uh, Jovalich scores his 11th goal of the season uh 7.6 so just slightly higher than alvarez so i think you know david's correct i i just think that 7.2 for a sub i think that's actually kind of high because he didn't play as many minutes Especially as the big, other yeah, ones yeah game. yeah so uh and then douglas cost uh just gonna throw it out out there because we we're talking about him he had a 7.5 
So, um, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the, who was the hardest, I mean, who was the hardest, who was the lowest one was actually pretty difficult because I don't think me. anybody had, uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody had a bad game. So, uh, which is good. Um, so yeah, so, uh, so one final thing before, uh, we move on to, uh, some of the topics, including Ephra, um, you know, the galaxy obviously compared to say the galaxy before, august before july more or less sure they are a different team sure they had the best record out of all of mls in those uh in that time frame yes they only had one loss uh they lost august 6th and then they lost again on september 14th so when you only have two of those losses in that amount of time yes obviously it looks good let's put an asterisk there okay because as i had told you before uh, in the final 11 games of the season, the Galaxy played one playoff team uh, in that time span. Two uh, RSL will begin to that spot in the final day, uh, uh, essentially. So it was against Nashville, and it was against RSL. Both of them, 1-1 draws. Both of them, again, kind of bailed out, kind of got lucky that they didn't lose that game. Everybody else, when they're saying, yeah, you know, we're scoring goals, which is true. Yeah, we're, we're, we look better. You're beating Colorado. You're beating San Jose. You're beating Houston, right? You struggled and couldn't beat Kansas City. Even if Chicha makes that penalty kick and you win that game, you were down 2 nothing against Kansas City. Granted that at the time, again, they're making a little bit of a resurgence, but you know, there's a there's a big asterisk here in that the in the games that you played, you know, you didn't really play anybody. You know, Seattle we and did not make the playoffs. New England did not make the playoffs. Vancouver did not make the playoffs. Kansas City did not make the playoffs. Toronto did not make the playoffs. But, but is that because the Galaxy Push them out of the playoffs? No, no, <laughs> no. Yes, uh, it is. Yes, it is, Lewis. That's no. the reason. Sorry. Mm-hmm. They were, no. Um, so that's where I have the asterisks. Are they playing well? Sure. But are they playing against really good competition? And you, again, the, the two games that they had against what are now playoff teams, Nashville and RSL, you didn't look good. You didn't look that great. It wasn't like... You know, hey, you deserve to win but got unlucky. Or, hey, they scored their one shot and they scored it, a mental mistake, whatever it was. They didn't play well against the two playoff teams. Um, so that's where I kind of have my asterisks there. That, this is where – this is what I kind of fear, where I'm hoping everything resets because you hope that everything resets and that you – you continue to play the way you're playing. You continue to score goals. You bring that momentum, especially with the Galaxy. You're unbeaten in force. So you want that momentum to continue if you're the Galaxy. But you weren't playing, you know, quality sides. Uh, you could only beat what's in front of you, and that's fair, and that's accurate, and they took care of business because they easily could have lost those games. So obviously credit where credit is due there. But how are you going to do against now a playoff team? in a one-off so um that's the only thing honestly well, that i'm kind of are a playoff team we are one off no, no. as well right yeah. we well, are that's the thing well, what you're saying i get it but the thing is so many of these other teams that we even expected to be in the playoffs and got eliminated you know <clears throat> there's so many teams have had their issues throughout the year so i don't really know i'm not really sure you can apply uh 
uh, the the quality of of teams we're playing because I feel like every every team in MLS has had their ups and downs hardcore this season. People have lost to Houston as well. You know, like there's there's people have lost to bad teams, great teams that aren't in the playoffs for the first time since what 2010. Yeah. Uh, well, Seattle for, has never missed the playoffs. Portland, Ever. Uh, yeah. I, I don't remember the last time that they missed it, but uh, this is the first time that, as far as the competition that they're in, uh, someone pointed it out. Um, not just MLS, but going back to you know USL days or NASL days, um, this is the first time that no team from Cascadia is in the playoffs when they're eligible. This never happened before in its in their history. Uh, so even predating. Uh, their time in MLS. So I thought that was interesting. Um, this is also it, it a... Been, it couldn't have been in the playoffs before they were in MLS. Well, during their time in whatever league they were in, they had oh, always been in the playoffs. Yes. That. Yes. So this is the first time that that's actually happened. Um, so Vancouver, Portland, Seattle. Vancouver, Portland, Seattle. Yes. And this will be the first time that uh, the West will not be represented in MLS Cup by Seattle or Portland. The last team to make uh, it to MLS Cup without having be one of those two teams was the Galaxy in 2014. So uh, there will be a new representative in the Western Conference this year. Um, yeah. Kind <laughs> of a trip. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I find it I find it funny that three Texas teams and two LA teams are in West, and then what is it in the East? There's two there's two New York and what's the other one? There's is like it, three, Orlando three and Miami go Orlando and Miami both ended up doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was a dramatic finish for for Orlando. Uh, yeah, it was. They were. Uh, I think that was the the game in the East that I ended up watching more, most closely. Because that was the one that that was going to end up uh, being the, the decider. Like that would that that would have the most drama. But uh, on the West, obviously the Galaxy, and then uh, uh, what was it? Minnesota was the other one that <clears throat> I felt like had some high stakes. So that was Minnesota and Portland, right? Oh no, it was Minnesota Vancouver. <clears throat> but either way. Um, Decision Day did not uh, disappoint this year, I don't think. Uh, it wasn't super crazy, but, you know, it's still pretty good. Um, I want to get into Efrain Alvarez real quick, if we could. Okay. I know we moved on to talking about MLS as a greater whole, but uh, I want to talk about Efra and the minutes that he got. Um, and, and maybe compare that with Dejan Jovlik. Um Came in around the same time. Uh, and for me, those two were on one. They were out to prove something. Um, Efrain came in and starting drop- started dropping some pretty incredible passes um, that led to some good chances. There was one that, that he played like an inch-perfect floating ball for, I think it was Jovalik, right, to head for a header. I think so. Yeah, that's the one he, where he hit. Po- where, no, no, no. That was no. the one that the goalie saved. Oh, yes, um, yes, yes. Which was a pretty right. incredible save. Yes. Um, but pretty early on, I saw Efra come in. And, you know, in one of the chats that I was in, not with you guys, but another chat I was in, um, we were talking about, you know, oh, gosh, why is Efra going to come in? You know, like, it, we we still need guys to run. You know, Vanny 
Vanny must have promised them, you know, a, a, a happy meal. Know, uh, yeah, some chicken nuggets, a 20 piece chicken nugget if he gets a goal. Um, and uh, he comes in and, and he's playing like a man on fire. Um, but one thing I did see, um, and it was brief, I haven't seen anybody else really like talking about this, is there was a play through the midfield where Efra made a run and a pretty like, powerful run like he was running with purpose and and speed and he gets into a spot and i think it was maybe costa or maybe it was uh um brugman or Puj opted to go to a different you know different pass and you see his reaction efforting his reaction he kind of like punches the air and gets really upset that he did not get the ball um this is a big red flag for me. This is this is something that signals Efrain's time with the Galaxy is done after this season. Um, for him to respond like that, and for him to not really have the 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 pedigree, the the history, the the proof that he's able to act a little bit like a prima donna there just rubbed me the wrong way big time i don't know if you guys saw that or not i saw that it Pooch I, was acting like the prima donna no Efrain. oh Efrain. okay yeah i saw it yeah, but I, saw. I didn't think anything of it to I didn't be honest take it, yeah i didn't take it like that yeah either i mean it's it, it, it's it's uh, i've never seen him do something like that maybe he expected i mean if someone didn't hit him for the ball and he expected that, hey, I w- I'm in a really good position and, and I probably could have done something with it or this or the pass to me was the correct play at this particular uh, you know, moment in time. But it and wasn't even like he was on like a breakaway kind of, you know, situation. It was like in the corner. I don't know. I uh, Maybe he saw something that we didn't. Um, I, I didn't really. I mean, uh, Efra is also one of those guys. I don't think he needed that type of, uh, you know. Um, moment of you know attitude or whatever it is that you that you saw for me to say his time with the galaxy is done um they're probably gonna offload him in the offseason anyways he wasn't going to be uh the player that the galaxy were hoping that he was obviously they could have sold him high uh you know uh some time ago uh that didn't happen another missed opportunity um but i'm sure that they're gonna offload him to somebody uh, at some point uh, this off season, he's not in the galaxy's plans. So I, 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 that's probably why I didn't really see much of it. Where like, oh, that's it. His time with the galaxy's done. Like, no, nope, it, it was already done. There was really not much that he can do. Um, he's waiting out for me already. Oh, he's already. Yeah. Oh, he's he's yeah, already he out. Already know. But, already know. But I also I mean, his, think his, that but, he came his, in. I also think he came in and was a little bit of a difference maker with the way that he was. Passing the ball. I mean, you know, he he gets the assist for for Jayong's goal, but where is that effort throughout the rest of the season? Like, where is that energy? Well, there's th- there's two reasons. Number one, Efra's time has been obviously not as much as yeah. say a couple months ago. Uh, so, much. yeah, so he's been on the bench longer. Uh, you know, even during the time where it says I feel like I need more playing time uh, when they played against uh, Chivas. Um, yeah. You know, it was like yeah he hardly ever played after that. And when he did, it was just kind of like, well, you're waving the red flag, right? You're waving the red flag because nothing's going to happen. Nothing really did. Second, we always said, you know what? 
if he goes to Liga Mekis, he's probably going to make be you know a better yeah. player. It's going to be a different style of play. And what did I say? Houston is wide open. There's a lot of space that Houston is just giving all these players. And guess what? A player like Efra, he's got ability. Yeah. And if he has space and he has time, yeah, he's probably going to do something with he it. And that's exactly yeah. what he did. So, you know, if you put him in, say, for example, I don't think he did play. But if you were to put him – or maybe he did. I just don't remember. See, that's why I, I don't even care anymore. But if he was put in in the RSL game, he's not going to do anything. RSL was just going to, you know, again, they were clogging up the middle. They didn't give the Galaxy any space. Efra is going to be completely ineffective in that time, which is why he was so ineffective in MLS. MLS is very physical. MLS is very like, you know, we're going to close these spaces down. Houston, again, they were just wide open. I was like, dude, there's, they're not doing anything to help their cause. It's pretty obvious that if you were just to clog up the middle or just to bunker down, the Galaxy are going to have a ton of possession, but they're not going to get any legitimate right. like shots off. They're not going to create much. They're not going to have any creativity in them in the in the final third. Or if they do, because it's Houston, you know, it, it you make it a little bit more difficult for them. Houston just tried to okay, let's just try to outplay the Galaxy here, and it just didn't happen. So obviously, yeah. When you when you're giving players that much space, you're going to be able to do what you want to do, and that style suits. Efra. So, um, but obviously you're not going to see that all the time. He's very inconsistent. And you said, even uh, at times where he's showing that, you know, he wants to play and he's showing heart and he's showing intensity. It's very far in between. So, um, I just don't see him coming back next season. Regardless, I think, uh, He's he's done. Uh, I think we even talked about this when we said, you know, when we were talk when we were addressing the Suarez and the Ronaldo rumors, like how do you bring both of them in, right? You have already three DPs locked. Um, do you get rid of Costa? Do you get rid of Cabral? And well, if if Julian Araujo is being sold for good reasons in the offseason and Efra is being sold for bad reasons in the offseason, and you kind of just renegotiate uh, Yovelich's contract to say Tam or whatever, then you don't need Kevin Cabral anymore, right? So uh, we're already kind of saying goodbye to Efra. I, I don't see him returning. And if he and if he does return, I think there's a failure again. Once again, it's a failure in the front office for not offloading this guy off the books and having some some other team pick him up where he could possibly get more playing time and possibly be more effective than uh, he was here in LA. So. You know, for me, not, not not much going on there. And and I think that uh, it, when you compare that with like Jovalik, for example, he comes in, he he puts a stamp on the game. You know, he comes in, he he's you see the fire that he's bringing. You see every time he steps on on the field as a sub, he comes in and and he wants to make something happen. He scores a goal, and he does the watch celebration, as if you know to say like, hey, it's it's time. It's. It, I need the time. Um, I think it's great motivation for a guy you, like Jovalik, but and I think that that he fits into that role pretty well. Whereas a guy like Efra, he's just kind of being, you know, maybe a little immature about going going about it. I don't know. That's that's just my thought. I mean, you're not wrong. There's obviously two different mindsets um, and two different players that we see when you're comparing those two. Um, I, 
I can kind of see what wh- why you're saying the whole prima donna thing. I just don't like. I, I just didn't notice it because, yeah, he, he's kind of fading out of my mind. Like it's not really something that is going to affect him one way or the other. Um, and Jovalich doesn't really have that. He does have the whole, you know, hey, I, I need to be playing more. I need to be more, uh, be in more, uh, more games. Maybe start, um, you know, put me in a lot sooner or whatever. And you know, he did do the uh, the uh, look at my watch celebration, mm-hmm. right? Uh, now in the press conference, he says it's playoff time. But with a smile, <laughs> so you know it's kind of a more of like uh, I need to, you know, look how long it took me to score, right? And it didn't take that long. <laughs> um, or fast, yeah. Oh yeah, right, right. Look, look how quickly I scored. Um, and um, so, you know, uh, again, it, it's uh, it, it's kind of like that shot to to Greg Banny. He is not the first time he's done it. Uh, he ends up being the second uh, leading goal scorer in the galaxy uh, at 11 goals uh, playing probably less than half the minutes that Chicharito played. Now I'm not taking anything away from Chicharito. He finishes with 18 goals. He, um, as we said uh, in previous podcasts, he's only the fifth player to record back-to-back 15 goals in uh, back-to-back seasons. Uh, So he joins some pretty elite uh, company. And uh, he will be back next season. He stayed healthy the entire year. I don't think he ever missed a game due to injury or like suspension. If I recall correctly, I think he started every game that wasn't like a coach's decision. Um, so, you know, I personally think that he was um, as far as like individual, maybe not as far as winning any silverware, because for that same reason, Zlatan, you can say, wasn't a success, right? Even though, well, they kind of, you know, all eyes were on the galaxy. He obviously was scoring goals. He took the league by storm. Um, he sold jerseys. And Chicharito, honestly, he's kind of doing the same thing. So in a way, you can say, no, he's got to win silverware for it to be successful. But on s- other levels, you know, he was doing what he was supposed to be doing and uh, his attitude toward the team and, uh, you know, 2020 notwithstanding, the attitude toward the team and the way he approached games and the way he approached the seasons and certain, you know, um, the team and uh, was obviously very, very good. It was a shot on the arm. Uh, you could tell that he cared about uh, making playoffs, cared about winning. So, uh, and again, if his name wasn't Chicharito, we wouldn't have to be talking about this. I think a lot of people would just kind of assume that, yeah, like it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. No one's gonna no one's gonna talk about bad about Dejan, even though he had, you know, less goals, less time. Everyone praises him uh for scoring eleven goals, but you know, seventeen and eighteen goals, yeah, you still need to do more. Again, it's because of his name. It's he's a controversial player. Uh, he's a very divisive player, and uh, it's unfortunate because again, if his name was literally anybody else, we would probably be, you know, seeing his praises significantly more. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, uh, I'm with Bobby. I, I can't wait till Saturday. <laughs> uh, it it should be a good time. Uh, everybody is hyped up for it. Yeah, I think the Galaxy are playing well. Yeah. I think I think they'll get past this. This I, game. I mean, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like that we're all positive about it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say 
I just, uh, no, that's, no look, but that's Bobby, more positive look, than usual Bobby. from you right now. Luke. I yeah, said yeah. I'm hoping. That's like that's like that's like when you hear me go, "Hi," and you're like, "Oh, Bobby's so happy." <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Bobby. We talked about this and we talked about this in previous shows. What's the what, what do we even care if the galaxy makes the playoffs? They're just gonna shit the bed when they come when they in the next round. I don't know. What does it even know. matter? I don't know. I don't know. It's only you know, it's just a few games putting, to get to the to the silverware. I'm putting a I'm putting games. a double down on Nashville to win. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we probably just should have done that just to keep the streak going. Okay, you know, we're going to go. It resets, it resets, it resets in in the playoffs, Lewis. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, And I I think we've only, okay, am I tripping? Or Because I was thinking about this earlier um, before we started recording Balls and Beers when I was doing the final tallies. Um, Was there a season where you guys ended up tied and you guys had to, like, pick the winners for the playoffs? What? I don't remember this. We would have remember anything. Because because I do remember even tiebreaker. We would have done like um uh what do you call it? Yeah, like um, most wins or something. Yeah, but I also yeah. felt like I remember talking about it like you guys have to pick these games, but maybe the kick the kick is the maybe and I go the kick is you don't have a, a, a score of one through five, you now have a score of one through ten. And I just kind of like vividly remember that. And for some reason I remember I don't know. Maybe maybe we were just talking about it in case because it was very possible. But so yeah. But either way, we probably should have just done that to like yeah yeah double down natural, <laughs> double down natural right now. Natural double down. Although you know what? To be fair, I am currently in Laughlin. I should probably put a few hundred on Nashville. <laughs> That's actually the way I reverse jinx this without you know having a balls and beers it's actually legitimate money that i'm putting money on nashville to go through that's my insurance i think somebody commented the other day uh, uh on one of our posts that the ver- reverse jinx one uh worked oh did they? i yeah. i i, I might have missed that i mean to be fair i mean again like uh i, I say this off the pod you know, I actually don't believe in jinxes because uh, there's literally nothing I can do to affect the the, uh, the, the, the the way of the game. But that's not going to stop me from continuing doing it because it's just, oh, you just got to do what you got to do. Um, so, yeah, now that I think about it, I, I think I will head down to the sports book <laughs> and, <laughs> and ensure myself a date with LAFC uh, next Thursday night. Yeah, but then well, you got to back. You got to go back to uh, to throw that on there. To throw in yeah, ball. yeah. I have yeah. to. I have to go back in and basically. Okay, I'm gonna empty my savings on LAFC. <laughs> make, make sure that we don't lose to these guys, or if, I'm, or if we do, I'm gonna profit very heavily. Well, I'm hoping their bye week fucks them up. So. Yeah, it usually does, and I think you know yeah. what I. I, I and it seems like the team that will get fucked up. I for am it. in or the. Not for it. You know what I mean about it? No, not about it. Yeah, I don't know English. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the mindset that I could be wrong. Uh, I don't think any of them will admit this. I'm in the mindset that LAFC probably doesn't want to play the Galaxy, and the Galaxy would say, "Bring on LAFC." Oh, oh I feel sure. that for sure. Um, I feel that for sure. With the uh, again, uh, you you can only face who's in front of you. You know, in the last eleven games, the Galaxy had the best record in MLS. They only lost one time, and again, just it, it, <laughs> strength of schedule obviously wasn't there. LAFC, however, even 
winning the supporter shield, people were talking about it um, that you know their their annual. This is the greatest team in the history of MLS. Like they were, you know, <laughs> they, they were doing that all over again, right? Oh, Lewis got animated. Okay, for real. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did the I did the SpongeBob meme right now. Um, mm. You know, they were talking about that again, and it's like, dude, come on! Like we have this every year. They're at the like they didn't make the playoffs a couple of years ago, and you guys were still like ranking them number the number one in the power rankings like stop this you know like i get it you're 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 paid and bought from you know for this team i get it you know so that quickly stopped and all of a sudden everyone's like hey philadelphia is kind of good philadelphia is actually going to win a Musk cup and you know that you know it, the, the 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 conversation quickly changed um and going into the last couple months of the season, again, I, I get it. They 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 won MLS Cup, but LAFC suffered quite a bit of losses in these last two months. They lost, uh, you know, in August, uh, they lost three games. They lost against San Jose. They lost against Austin. They lost against Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 lost against Dallas. They lost this last game against Nashville. And I don't want to hear any. Anything like, well, they had nothing to play for, so yeah, they didn't, like no, but no, they don't want to lose at home, right? You don't like want to lose at no. home. Your last regular season, you don't want to like again stumble into the playoffs and just saying that, like, right? This we literally had nothing to play for, but you want to keep momentum because you're gonna have two weeks off, so you don't want to go into the playoffs, you know, losing a game. And statistically, look, they wanted to win that game. They put up. I'm gonna. I'm bringing up the stats right now. They had 66 percent possession. They had 30 shots. Yep. Okay. I saw that. 30 (laughs) shots. 14 of them were on goal. So the keeper had the night of his life. Nashville, uh, the uh, Nashville's keeper. I I, I don't remember who who it is. Oh, good, because I I hope he's tired. (laughs) (laughs) Willis, uh, Willis had 14 saves, including uh, the the. Well, look, I'm not going to credit him with a save. You saw the penalty kick. He deserved to miss it. He misses it. Um, this game was dominated by LAFC. They 100% wanted to win this game. So I don't want to hear any BS about they didn't want to win this game. They had nothing to play for. A 4.55 expected goal for for LAFC, and they scored zero. They very much wanted to win this game, and they didn't. So they, regardless if they won the Supporter Shield or not, they lost five games in those like two months time. So they're going in there with a big question mark. I don't think they're as dominant as, you know, people want to believe they are. I, I still think that they're a good team, but you know, if the galaxy are able to get through, I, you know, I think in this first round, they will. there's, there's a lot of pressure from both, right? I think galaxy is the favorite. So there's going to be pressure on them. Nashville's just, you know, not a heavy, uh, underdog, so there's pressure. Like, hey, we could win this game, and so there's pressure there. But once you get into that second round, I, I think a lot of mental pressure is put on LAFC all around because they're expected to win the cup. They're now going against their arch rival, who uh, you know presumably has a more better momentum than LAFC does. So yep. at that point, Galaxy, you don't want to lose to your rival, but. You might be free free loading, uh, uh, free rolling a little bit here because I don't think anybody's going to say the Galaxy are going to win that game. Everyone's going to say LAFC is going to win that game. So I think uh, the Galaxy will be free rolling, and I think that's a position where they're saying like that's fine. 
<laughs> we're going to play carefree and we're scoring goals and we can exploit this defense. So anything is possible. Uh, and we just, you know, yeah, hope for the best and hope that they take advantage of it because one bad game is all it takes. So like I said, can't wait till Saturday. Can't wait till Saturday. It's going to be fun. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be booming. All right. Anything else, guys? See you all there. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode 278. We'll see you guys on Saturday. And if we don't see you, you'll hear us the following week. Talk to you guys later. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 